Welcome back to another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. Today, I'm going to pull you into a haunting conversation that I had many years ago about my own funeral. Creepy, right? It was, but it was a sobering conversation where I received some difficult but necessary advice that I needed to hear that stays with me even now. And it shifted how I approach my job, my money, and really my life, ultimately resulting in more peace and a taste of delicious freedom. Today, I'll walk you through that conversation and the three things I changed as a result. Hey, my name is Jessica Tolar, and I'm obsessed with all things passive income, productivity, entrepreneurship, and building a life where you make the rules. I'm a normal girl who took a free money class, asked a corporate executive how she retired early, and used that knowledge to build a seven-figure net worth, quit my nine-to-five, and now run an online business from countries around the world. I teach you the simple but effective secrets to building a life you adore. Think I'm special? No way. If I did it, so can you. Money, mindset, life hacks, hardship, growth, and planning are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as a weekly coffee date with a close girlfriend where you talk about the finance and business knowledge it'll take to make your dreams a reality. So take a seat, get comfortable, and prepare to be challenged and cheered on while you learn. This is the Goodbye July Podcast. Before we jump in, I have something you're going to want to hear about. Did you know there is one tool that I typically credit as being the backbone of my own financial success? It's something I like to think of as my one-page treasure map to help lead me from where I'm at to where I'd like to go. It's a financial dashboard, more commonly known as a budget. Some people groan when they hear the word budget, and if that's you, you are thinking about it wrong. Think about it this way. Your budget is your North Star, guiding you through any financial decision you need to make. I consult mine regularly, still, and it's something I cannot live without. I invite you to take this opportunity to adjust your mindset to be excited about creating and using a budget and to download my free budget template at jessicatolar.com slash what's my budget. And this is the exact template I've used for years, and you can grab yours for free at jessicatolar.com slash what's my budget. Okay, let's get back to today's episode. Many years ago, I was working at my first employer after college. It was an exciting time. I had a salary, my own desk, and even a key card that got me into the building. I felt like I was walking on air every time I came to work, and I felt honored at all the responsibilities that were given to me. Before too long, those responsibilities and the to-do list that came with them grew and grew, and it seemed like I never had enough hours in the workday to get everything done that I needed to. And so I started taking my work home with me. I spent my days at the office and I spent my nights on the couch in front of my computer, chipping away at my never-ending to-do list in the hope that if I worked long enough, I could cross off that final item. After many months of this, my manager pulled me into her office for our quarterly review. She asked about the job, how things were going, how I was liking my time at the company so far, and more. She also asked how many hours per day I was working. I felt a sense of pride when I told her that not only did I put in a full workday, but I worked many hours at night in order to get ahead. 
but her response was not one that I expected. I was shocked when she told me, Jessica, you need to stop that as soon as possible. She must have seen the confusion on my face because she continued talking. It was the first time I had ever heard the concept of burnout. But what really stuck with me from that conversation was the picture she painted about my funeral, which I realize seems wild, but obviously it drove the point home. She said, think about it this way. When you get to the end of your life and all your days are done, what do you want it to say on your gravestone? Do you want it to say, good employee? Or do you want it to say, loving wife, mother, and friend? Do you want there to be a crowd of people who loved you surrounding you as you move on into the next life? Or do you want no one to show up? This is the reality of what you need to consider when you spend all your waking hours working for a company to whom you are just a number. It was jarring to hear that, but she was right. I was giving all my time and energy to a company that I was expendable to, and I was not giving time to the people who actually loved me or even giving time to myself. And as a result, I made three shifts that ultimately changed my life and gave me the beautiful gift of more freedom. And here they are. Number one, the first thing I did was I immediately quit working beyond my agreed upon hours. So at 5 p.m., I was done. And I started using my nights and weekends to invest more time in myself. Instead of spending my evenings doing work for my employer, I started spending my evenings doing quote-unquote work that would make me better. Some examples include focusing on my health, like joining an intramural kickball team or working out in my apartment gym, walking the trail with friends, things like that. I took some classes. I started with a free financial course from that employer and have since invested in some paid courses as well. And also spending some time with the people that I love, like my friends and family. It should come as no big surprise that I immediately felt better. But as the months passed, I started worrying. What if my employer realized I wasn't working as hard? Would they let me go? What if I couldn't find another job? That scared me, so I started doing something else with my free nights and weekends, which brings me to number two. The second thing I started doing is I started working on my finances so I would not have to depend solely on my employer for money. I realized most of my stress came from either working too hard or feeling like I wasn't working hard enough and then worrying that my company would lay me off as a result. In both cases, I was worrying about aspects that were directly tied to my employer, so I decided to figure out a way to stop relying solely on that employer for money. Like I mentioned, I started by taking a free class from that employer that was actually about retiring early, and although I learned a lot, I realized that pouring money into my 401k would help me in my retirement, but it would not help me stop depending solely on my employer right now. So I started learning how to create enough financial freedom in the present that I actually did not need my employer anymore. And I did this by asking other people who had done it, signing up for courses, reading articles, and working through any free resource I could get my hands on. 
and podcasting was not very big at the time, but I can assure you if it was, I would have been listening. So I learned about different assets I could invest in right now that would also pay me right now and not 40 years in the future that I could use as forms of income beyond just my paycheck. And the most incredible thing happened. Once I had investments that were generating money, any fear and anxiety I had about losing my job evaporated. It made work so much more enjoyable because I could put in my hours and then go enjoy my free time without fear. I knew that even if in my worst case scenario of being laid off, if that happened, I would be totally fine. And I cannot tell you how freeing that was. Through this, it really helped me with the third and final shift I made, which was number three, I had a major mindset shift. Before the conversation about my funeral, my identity was deeply attached to my job and my role as an employee of that company, and I did not even realize it. That is a dangerous mindset to have because if the job goes away, then you don't really know who you are. So you're not only facing financial hardship, but you're also facing an identity crisis. Your job is just a job, and though it may be hard to hear, you are expendable to your company. Once I realized that I too was just a number, my identity that was previously wrapped up in quote-unquote just the program manager suddenly became just the woman, just the friend, just the human. I did not want to die and be remembered as a program manager for some company. I wanted to be remembered as the girl who defined her own schedule, who spent her time the way that she wanted to, who got to travel and work on the things that she loved, or take time off and just be with the people who meant something to her. I'm not saying don't work hard. Nothing meaningful comes without hard work. What I'm saying is, Be intentional with where you put your efforts. Do not forget that if it makes sense for a company to let you go, they will. So it's wise to remember that and use it to prepare mentally and financially in case that ever happens to you. Here's the big picture. Even if it seems grim, go ahead and think about your funeral. What do you want to be remembered as? What do you want your life to look like? And what changes do you need to make now to make that happen? The new year is right around the corner. Are you living how you want? And if not, how can you start? Investing in myself and my finances gave me peace of mind and freedom I never thought was possible, and it positioned me to spend my days exactly the way I wanted to. For me, a big part of that meant making time to prioritize my finances and to figure out a way to help them grow without me needing to constantly spend extra time managing them. And the biggest thing I did that helped me across the board is start organizing my money. I knew I was making decent money, but I didn't realize where it was going and I wasn't quote unquote storing it strategically. So in other words, outside of my 401k, I wasn't investing in anything that I could actually use now if I needed to. 
The way I got organized was by creating a financial dashboard, more commonly known as a budget. This gave me the information I needed to see where I could cut expenses, what I needed to put in my emergency fund, and how much I could afford to invest. If this sounds like something that could help you accomplish your goals, head over to the show notes at jessicatoller.com slash 029 and grab your free budget calculator. It's the same one that I've been using for years, and it is my favorite financial tool, and in my opinion, it is the most powerful of all. Again, you can grab yours in the show notes at jessicatoller.com slash 029. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Goodbye July podcast. I hope it helped you gain perspective, and until next time, work less, live more, and keep on chasing your wildest dreams. Congratulations on finishing another episode of the Goodbye July podcast. If you want more, head over to jessicatoller.com slash podcast for show notes and any resources mentioned in today's episode. Don't forget to rate the show, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you would, share it with a friend. I believe in a world where we're all financially free, so let's help each other get there. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Goodbye July podcast.